there is a concept that no one truly understands. Power and control are two separate ideas. And if you look in the Bible, and today we're going to be using the message translation like we always do, uh, the word power and its root and branches are embedded in 216 verses about 223 times. Now, on the contrary, control is seen in 36 verses 36 times, so basically a one-to-one ratio. Now, in this last census of both words, I am looking for the word directly and not any fuzzy results or meanings. And what I want is really the exact word. And if you look at how this is, you know, power is flexible and control is absolute. Now, many of you are going to be pissed off by this, and that's fine. You know, whether you're Muslim, Christian, Jew, I really don't care. So, I want you to understand that I believe this for one simple reason. Let's look at all the leaders that have graced our every political and social landscape, you know, in the past to today. If their desire to control is great, they begin losing power. In contrast, powerful people who wish never to control others are very powerful in speech and actions. The best example I can give you is basically Richard M. Nixon, uh, the 37th president of the United States. Now, politically, a very powerful leader in both the political and social circles. (laughs) Then he gets the presidency, and once he decided to exert control over various areas of life, you know, this is where he lost it all. You know, he had enemies lists. There were wiretraps and even a burglary which started the whole impeachment process. You get the idea. What once was a powerful man, soon he was no longer in power or in control and lost both. Now, the same is with religion. Like I said, I'm going to piss everybody off here. But here at the Guild, you may have seen our motto plastered almost everywhere. It's on our website. If you come here, we talk about it constantly. Uh, It states, your faith simplified. This is not an abstract concept. We really thought about this. You know, but for us, and for many of you out there, it's probably going to think, oh, it's a direct assault on people who wish to control the narrative of your faith. You know, and it is a direct assault for for those people who want to control it. You know, this is what religion is. Look at its history. You know, it's trying to control the narrative by telling you how to believe. And if you look at all our statements of faith, they outline why we in the guild have faith in Jesus and God. We reference it from the Bible, but at no stage in your growth in your faith do we need for us to dictate to you how to believe. Some of you will say that we do, but the reality is, is is really simple. You know, ask yourself, is the guild controlling every aspect of the faith journey? Or is the guild helping me understand my faith? We are non-denominational because we know that any facet of religion is incorrect. And how do we know this? Well, you know, I'll show it on the screen, but we can turn to James chapter 3 verse 1 and he tells us the vital answer to that question. Don't be in any rush to become a teacher, my friends. Teaching is highly responsible work. Teachers are held to the highest and strictest standards, and none of us is perfectly qualified. We get it wrong nearly every time we open our mouths. If you could find someone whose speech was perfectly true, you'd have a perfect person in a perfect control of life. 
yeah. <laughs> if we look at how things are going today in our education system, teachers, you know, think of themselves as perfect, but <laughs> are not. I'm not perfect, and I'm just giving a lesson here myself based on what how the Bible, you know, teaches us how to live. But if we look at power control, when it comes to the religious aspect, you can find no better example than the downfall of the Catholic Church. If you look at the history of the Catholic Church, it begins with a very powerful message and a very simple one. Jesus died on the cross in order for our sins to be forgiven. It is a powerful message, very simple. But then the popes decided to raid foreign lands, control countries, acquire wealth through usury and indulgences, and basically control the world. And you can see where that has led. The message is still powerful, but the Catholic religion is not in control as it used to be. And in many aspects, if you look at it, it is not as powerful as it once was. And I'm going to give you this. This is the Cliff Notes version, okay? I, you know, we glossed over the Protestant Reformation. That's okay. But you get what I'm saying. Now, it's usually at this point where religious leaders say, you don't always have the power to control, but you always have the power to surrender. Who do we surrender to? Well, it's definitely not that religious leader who spouts words, asks for money, and lives in a mansion with a private jet. Unfortunately, this is who the majority of believers follow and what many believers see. So why does this matter? And again, if we look at, the hist look at history in the Bible and not follow the teachings, we are doomed to repeat the mistakes of the past. So it is with us today. You know, religious leaders are starting to repeat what the Pharisees did during their time in Jesus' life. Now, as I said at the beginning, if their desire to control is great, they begin losing power. In contrast, powerful people who wish never to control others are very powerful in speech and actions. And this is where God and Jesus have the greatest power, but they desire very little control. And in Job, we read, True wisdom and real power belong to God. From him we learn how to live and also what to live for. As you can see, it's not about control, but how to live a good life. How we should treat each other and why are we placed here on earth? This is why, later in Job, we read, Do you have any idea how powerful God is? Have you ever heard of a teacher like him? Notice what, I, what was said there. God and Jesus are teachers. Their purpose is to help us become better than the base animals in our world. This is not a call to be a faith-based arrogant prick, okay? Don't be one of those. You know, kings and political leaders try to control the people. And we see this in Luke when he chronicles an interaction between Jesus and Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Is this true that you're king of the Jews? Those are your words, not mine, Jesus replied. Jesus basically states he is not the one seeking or is in control of the people. God and Jesus know you have control over yourself, not them. Never let anyone tell you God and Jesus should control your life. The reason is because both God and Jesus are not physically present, and we humans prefer a physical individual to interact with. Now, that does not mean that we never heed or learn from the lessons both God and Jesus taught us in the Bible. Okay? Our school teachers have influenced our lives, but are not controlling us from a distance today, right? You know, we also remember the teachings of those teachers who greatly changed or influenced our life. You know, I have four 
that I continue to reflect on because they gave me a reason to live. But I do not keep in contact, nor do they control my actions when I was young. You and I are 100% responsible for our actions, not the devil or God. You choose to obey the lesson or be influenced by evil. This is why I leave you with this verse in Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. So, my dear friends, when you see people reducing God to something that they can use or control, get out of their company as fast as you can. See, even in the early days of Christianity, Paul warns of people using God as their tool to control people. Personally, I would heed that advice. So thank you for watching and listening to the ramblings of an insane pastor. Okay, insane is a little harsh, but you know what? I, yo, know, everything that I just said today would definitely cause a mob of angry pastors and church leaders right to my door, and that's okay. But when we look at how God and Jesus are teachers, and the Bible is the textbook for our lives, you know, religion cannot be an influence. Faith is not a religion. No one, not even myself, can tell you how God and Jesus are to rule your life. Yeah, I use the word rule, but understand what I mean by that. You know, learning from their teachings in life can be better for you and everyone you meet. Like I said, learn from their teachings, that's how they rule your life. Okay? It's all about the influence. Don't think they're trying to control you. You know, that's up for politicians <laughs> and others. So, also, I, you know, here, you know, you're gonna be very upset what I after I just said what I said about financing. But we at the guild here are currently financed just by two people, myself and one other. And the reason why we continue to ask for financial support from you is to support groups and nonprofits who go out and improve the lives of those who desperately need it, the hungry, the homeless you name it so while right now just with the two of us financing you know we're at a break-even moment with all our financial you know expenses so when we ask for additional support from you it's going to allow us to do more for these organizations that doesn't mean we don't you know if we have a little extra from all our donations that does not mean we don't you know go out and give it out but having more does more for others Okay, so and also when you definitely you know donate to us, hey, it's a tax deduct deduction, so always a plus. Now click on the donation link below to get started on the road to better communities. Okay. Also, I just want to say that you can catch us playing video games at twitch.tv forward slash greater guild every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. So come join and ask questions or just hang out. Love to have you. And I. Again, I just want to thank you for your time, and we hope you look forward to next week's message.